Welcome to Self-Care After Dark Podcast with me, your host and self-care bestie, Shivani, licensed therapist, author, self-care coach, and CEO of SweetSugarBaby.com. My mission is to educate and inspire you to engage in self-care so that you can be confident in yourself and bold enough to get everything you deserve out of life. Each week, I'll drop a new episode pertaining to self-care, mental health, interviews, expert advice, and or tips to engage in self-care. And remember, if you find value in this episode, screenshot it and post it to your social medias. Don't forget to tag me. So get comfy, grab your wine, tea, or coffee, and tune in, besties. Hello, everybody. It is Shivani, aka your self-care bestie, aka Miss Sweet Sugar Baby. And I am back with a brand new episode. And thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for um, continuing to support me. You guys have been sharing my stuff on Twitter. Y'all will like post the the story, post in your stories about the episode. So I really, really, really appreciate that. So let's do a quick catch up y'all know how I do I got to give y'all all all the tea so the tea has been teeing okay um what has happened so it's been about a week or two maybe um I know this weekend I went to Orlando for my oldest son we kind of celebrated his birthday along with my cousin's birthday um the family drove up to Orlando met my cousin up there we had a full day of just fun in the sun we got in the well they got in the pool um we played pool we watched scary movies we played basketball um just ate ate good food like it was just it was really 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 beautiful to just get away and take some time out to spend time with family and to celebrate my um cousin's son's birthday and also to celebrate um kj's birthday Yesterday was KJ's birthday. Y'all, if y'all follow me on Twitter, y'all know about 11 o'clock last night. I was like, I am wiped out. Okay. I am wiped out. So for his birthday, I was like, okay, we're going to do a little birthday party at the school. And parents, y'all know that's the cheat code. Okay. That is the cheat code. If you want to have a good little party, a good turnout, you want to do something that's quote unquote cheap and just kind of have a celebration. Boom. That's the best way to do it. So I was like, all right, we're going to Orlando for this weekend to celebrate him. So we don't have to do a big party. Right. So I was like, we'll do a little something at the school. Y'all, I feel like even doing it at the school, I guess because he's getting a little older, I feel like it was still just as like time consuming and as expensive, you know, it was just a lot. So um, I had to do last minute running around because the way that my AD- my ADHD works is, baby, I'm doing stuff last minute. I am procrastinating. I don't, I overestimate the time that I have and I don't realize that like, oh, like you don't really have that much time or you should have did this last week, right? Like that's just how this brain works. So um, that morning I was like, listen, I'm I'm walking. I'm going to the, to the park and walking because I have like 17 day streak of exercising y'all. 17 day streak. So I'm keeping that up. So I was like, all right, I got to go and exercise. And then after I exercise, I'm going to run a party city, go to Walmart, get some last minute things, go to Sam's. So I'm putting bags together. I'm rushing. I'm trying to, you know, do put my face on trying to bring all of the cupcakes and 
y'all got pizza for all for the whole school got cupcakes for the whole school made bags for like three classes because it's a small school so the classes usually celebrate together um went and did some last minute shopping for him just to you know get some things together so we did that you know usually you drop the little stuff off and you 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 leave KJ wanted to wanted me to stay so the class ended up doing like musical chairs they did freeze dance y'all I'm doing this too now I didn't do the musical chairs but I did the freeze dancing y'all we were partying like listen I was like I am not cut out for this but it was a lot of fun like it really really was a lot of fun after that we went to the Dollar Tree because we were gonna have a pajama party with the family you know watch some movies eat some candy make some s'mores do the whole thing so I went back to the store with the kids which that's a big no-no okay the kids ran it up okay popping tags they didn't give a darn about what we was buying we had skittles we had snickers we had the peanut m&ms we had um three musketeer bars we had sour heads we had Oh, we just had gummy bear. Like we had all type of stuff that you would get from the movie theater. We had hot chocolate. We made s'mores. We watched a movie last night. We had, um, I bought more cupcakes. It was a lot. Okay. It was a lot, but my baby had a great time. Like he turned nine years old. So he's like a big boy now, but he had a great time. So it was all worth it. It was all worth it. Okay. It was all worth it. Um, today, today's Thursday. So they had early release today and you guys know I resigned in September and you know, it's, it's the little thing. So as I was picking them up today from school, they got out of school at 12 o'clock. I'm picking them up and I'm just like, I'm so grateful. You know, I'm just so grateful that I didn't have to call my dad to pick them up. I didn't have to call my partner to see if he was available or if he was at work or if he was able to pick them up, right? I didn't have to call my mother-in-law and say, well, can the kids stay at the school a little longer? You know, like y'all, I was there at 11.58 to pick my kids up. And it's it sounds like a small thing, but I was truly so grateful. And I'm just like, I was never able to pick my kids up on early release at 12 o'clock right I was never able to just be like look I'm you know let me work my schedule around my kids and make sure that I can pick them up make sure that I can do what I need to do for them make sure that I can spend time with them make sure that I can bring them home make sure that I don't have to rely on somebody else to do those things that I should be doing for my kids you know so it just I just had a moment of just gratitude you know like it was just it was beautiful and I'm so grateful tomorrow they are out of school okay I don't know why they out of school so much but I don't have anything on my schedule tomorrow I'm not seeing any clients tomorrow I have my full day open and available to my kids and it's a Friday you know like I would not have been able to do this right I would have been miserable at work I would have been uh, frustrated at work I would have been calling hey the kids okay they need anything this and this that and that like regardless of what you know of course we have our kids we you know we have our reliable people that we um can that we can rely on our support system but still like having to rely on other people means that sometimes they can't do for your kids what you would want to be done for your kids or you know you're you know impeding on their schedule right so just 
this time of not um, being at my nine to five has truly been a blessing. Now, I'm, I I do work now, y'all, because I didn't just saw I just saw a client and I actually had one that was a no show. So I was like, you know, I got a little bit of time. Let me let me record my episode really quick. Um, I've been finding that I have been super duper duper busy. I've been super duper duper busy, you know, lately. Um, so I've been just trying to reconcile with myself okay all right Shivani you got to sit down in the morning all right Shivani you got to make a schedule you have to make a list of all the things you need to do the next day you know I'm a list girl I'm definitely a list girl I get so much gratification from scratching out things on my list right so I was like all right I gotta just be more on top of doing those things and like I said this ADHD brain Ooh, those administrative tasks, like checking your email, checking your DMs, reaching out to people, like those things, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fan of. I don't like it. I'd rather sit on the on the um, porch with a cup of coffee and vibe. Okay? I, that's what I want to do. I don't want to check emails. I don't want to respond back to clients and things like that. I don't want to do those things, but, you know... I have to. That's part of being a good, you know, businesswoman, a good, you know, uh, therapist, a good coach. Like it's it's part of all of those wonderful things. Um, what else has been going on? So um, I got an opportunity to be a part of um, a, like a wellness program. Um, and basically I'll be like that coaching support accountability piece to the wellness program because you guys know if you've ever tried to lose weight if you've ever tried to make any type of lifestyle changes it's hard right so it's obviously much easier it's much better it's more helpful if you have like a coach there to help you right so with my business my business is therapy and coaching so um i was called in to be that that like mental health coaching accountability piece to this program um so what i'll be doing is i'll be providing coaching um sessions to people that have signed up for this um this program and y'all i'm excited like um I'm, I'm excited i am excited however can we be honest can we be honest with ourselves i've been dealing with a bit of imposter syndrome right there's a certain level of confidence that you have when you you work at another company you just okay well this is what you want me to do you want me to do abc you go and do abc but when it's your own thing it's like oh my gosh Oh my gosh, I have to, okay, is this good enough? Is this how I should present it? Is this enough? You know, like it's, you literally kind of start to like try to, your mind starts to playing, starts playing tricks on you, right? You start to feel like, like, can I really do this? Did I bite off more than I can chew? You know, like, can I really do? But I, this is what I do, y'all. This is what I do. I do coaching. I do therapy. Like, this is what I do. It's nothing new for me, right? But being on my own and being my own boss and, you know, like doing this full time. Well, not full time because I'm not working nowhere full time, but doing this part time, <laughs> but basically owning my own brand and my own company and being a coach and things of that nature. It's kind of like, oh, goodness, you know, but I think, um, as a coach, as a therapist as well, right. Um, it's important that you, 
manage your expectations and that your clients manage their expectations of you as well, right? So even with my clients now, I'll let them know, hey, I, I get that. I understand where you're coming from, right? I get that you are angry about this. Like I'm I'm human. I'm not superhuman. I'm not different from you. I can relate to all those things that you are going through. However, as your therapist or coach, how can we execute that in a better way, right? How can we get you the results that you want without you being as frustrated or as stressed out, right? That's my job. As a coach, my job is just helping you get to the next level, right? And being your accountability partner. So I'm just like, you know what? I got this. I could do I could do this, you know? And it's really just making sure that if you are dealing with any type of imposter syndrome, any type of um, self doubt or any type you know things like because that's if we're being honest that's a real feeling that we feel often right but the thing is with those feelings do we just say all right well I'm just I'm gonna just hang up the towel I'm not gonna do anything no listen I don't care how nervous you are I don't care how um how much self-doubt you have the only way to overcome it is to go through it right so the issue that a lot of people have is they start to doubt themselves and they that doubt kind of turns into fear kind of turns into like a phobia turns into them not even moving forward right one thing about me I'm a step okay I don't care how nervous how much self-doubt how much fear how much this how much that I feel I am moving forward because one I know that I do have the credentials right two I know that this feeling will pass three I listen this is what I do and this is what I'm called to do, right? So like, why should I be feeling doubt? Like, why should I be nervous? Uh, this is what I do. This is this is everything that I do. And I, I have no... Um, I have no doubt that I'm going to be able to collaboratively work with my patients, work with my clients, work with the people who hire me. And we're going to do this. We're going to do this, you know? So it's just one of those things where... You guys know I like to be transparent. I like to let you guys know, like, I struggle too, you know? Like, I deal with these thoughts too. Like, this is not, those thoughts are not foreign to you. You're not the only one that's like, well, I want to venture out into into doing something different, but I'm nervous, but I'm scared, but I'm this, but I'm that. The only thing between me and you is I'm here, You, I'm talking, you listen. It, we the same. We are the exact same. So I just wanted to encourage you guys to, and let you guys know that if you are dealing with some type of imposter syndrome, that's not true, y'all. Like anything that you're telling yourself, it's not true. It's not true, right? And if you are believing that you have been called to do something, to perform, to, to help other people, then it's going to you're going to do what you say what what you're called to do like there's no way that I can fail like that's just my mindset like listen there's no way that I can fail and there's no way that anybody working with me is going to fail because I'm going to be right there to support them and to help them and to give them the guidance that they need so I just want to encourage you guys don't let the fear of trying something new the fear of new endeavors the fear of stepping out on your own do not let that fear hinder you from moving forward in your purpose okay because what's the alternative the alternative is being exactly where you are right now 10 years from now and if that ain't scary 
I don't know what is. Like, seriously, that is frightening to me. Like, that's, ugh, that's scary to me, you know? It might not be for you, but for me, I'm like, uh, I need a little bit of variety, okay? So, uh, we'll be back uh, with a message from our sponsors. Then, you know, we're going to get into the episode. Sweet Sugar Baby is a holistic self-care line that creates natural handmade skincare products such as sugar scrubs, beard oils, body oils, and luxury hand-poured soy candles. And since we're besties, I can't let you go without hooking you up with the bestie discount code. Use the code AFTERDARK to get 15% off of your complete order on SweetSugarBaby.com. And just to add on to that um, message, right now we are having a fall sale with SweetSugarBaby.com. If you use the code FALL22, you'll get 20% off of your entire order, okay? So definitely check out my website. I'm super proud of my website. It's amazing and all my products are the bomb, okay? All right, so let's get into this episode. So I've been dealing with, and I've had a lot of, people come to me lately basically struggling with family dynamics right struggling with um how they were raised struggling with feeling like they need to be validated right like whether it's through relationships whether it's through like family style whether it's through you know romantic relationships things like that so it's like what we're doing and and I'm saying we because I've been there too right we are craving someone to say hey um you're special right we're craving someone to say hey you're important or we're craving someone to just give us that love that they've never shown us right but we want them to give it to us right let's say our fa- like our fathers, right? So speaking from personal experience, I have a bio- biological father, obviously, and he's never really been there, okay? And at some point in my life, okay, I wanted my dad to say, hey, you know what? Um, I apologize for everything I put you through. Let's, let's, let's have our relationship that you deserve. Let me step up and be the man that I should have been for you all those years ago. Today is a new day and let's start fresh and let's go, right? And honestly, even to this day, if my dad were to say that or do that or come to me as a man, you know what I'm saying? And really be like, hey, I apologize. I'm sorry. You are special and I want to be a part of your life. I'm not going to lie. I'd be like, all right, cool. Let's go. Because I'm just, you know, I'm the type. I don't really hold grudges. I don't care. Like, today is a new day Uh, that's my motto for everything um but at one point I was seeking and I really really wanted a certain type of love from my father right I wanted to gain his acceptance right I wanted him to tell me that you know I was special right I wanted him to tell me that you know he wanted to be a part of my life and he wanted a relationship it wasn't just me that wanted the relationship that he also wanted the relationship right The issue with wanting someone to validate you, right, validate your worthiness is these people are who they are. If we're going to be completely honest, 
my father has been the type of man he is for the last 50 odd years okay I don't see him waking up and changing okay so with that being said the people that are in your life that you're wishing and hoping to validate you right that man that left you three months ago that you know brother that stood you up and talked about you like a dog and you just want that relationship back like people are who they are and that is a really tough pill to swallow right that is a really really tough pill to swallow but if we don't swallow it we're going to be fighting our whole life hoping and wanting and wishing for a relationship that's never going to happen okay it could happen but based off of all the history that we have seen you know from the people that are in our lives they may not have the capacity to give us what we need okay so I had to resolve within myself like you know what this man ain't even got it he ain't got it he don't have the capacity to give me what I deserve one and what I need okay the issue with these relationships are we are seeking such validation from our family sometimes that we don't have so when someone does give us some some level of validation right some level of I want you even if they are low down dirty adult whatever we're willing to accept that because it's like hey I've never gotten acceptance from anybody you're giving me a slither of of acceptance I want it and I'm going to attach to it and I'm going to hang on I don't care if you're verbally abusive I don't care if you're treating me like a dog I don't care if you're giving me subpar behavior you are mine and you are giving me some level of validation that I've been seeking my whole life so I'm going to take what I can get right and this is what messes a lot of us up right because those foundational relationships it bleeds over into every relationship that we have so validation and wanting to be validated it will cause us to kind of feel like we always have that void within our hearts right what do we do about that desire to be validated what do we do about it I feel like the first thing we need to do is uncover where these deep-rooted desires come from, right? Where does it come from? A lot of like that validation piece, a lot of it comes up as people-pleasing, right? A lot of it comes up as, well, I don't really know how to say no. I want to, okay, well, he wanted me to do that. I really didn't want to, but I just did it anyways, even though it took me out of the way. And even though I had to spend $500, I just did it because that's what he expected of me, right? Like being a people pleaser, that's a sign of needing that external validation, needing to be loved, wanting to earn someone's love and, and, and care and respect is like, I'm going to do everything that you say, because hopefully you will give me that validation that I need right so the first thing we need to do is uncover where it came from a lot of times it's easy to uncover because it's like a what happened within your childhood right I know my mind came from my father like why why do I feel like I need to be validated why do I need someone to always pat me on my back why do I need somebody to tell me I'm doing a good job why do I need to perform for someone because I may not have had that type of experience 
as a child, right? So learn and figure out where it came from. We got to understand the root of it, right? Next thing we're going to do is resolve within ourselves that the past is the past, right? Resolve within ourselves that it is what it is, okay? Yes, there's going to be pain. Yes, it's going to be anger. Yes, this person did you dirty, right? But the past is the past. There is nothing we can do about it. There is absolutely nothing we can do about it. Only thing we can do about it is hold on to it and be miserable, right? So I'd rather you say, listen, that was in the past, right? My deep-rooted issues of not, you know, feeling loved and desired is coming from my father. And you know what? He did what he could do in that moment. And that was a capacity that he had. And he just couldn't give it to me. So it is what it is right and I know that it's not that simple for a lot of people to just be like all right I'm gonna let it go it takes some time okay it takes some real time it's people that are in their 70s and 50s that are struggling with accepting the past for what it is but if you don't accept it baby it's going to go with you everywhere you go it's going to be right there on your shoulder everywhere you go and ain't nobody got time for that okay so accept the past for what it is Next is you're going to understand that you can't make a person see your value, right? You can't make a person see your value, right? There have been people in my life that have kind of assigned a certain way about me to me. Like they've, well, Shivani is this type of person. I don't care what Shivani's did, done, right? I don't care if Shivani has volunteered 50 hours a week. I don't care if Shivani has given to the homeless, given to the poor, and given the shirt off her back. That person is still like, I know how Shivani is. You know what I mean? Like, so I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm like, I don't care what you think I am, okay? I don't care because there's nothing that you can do that's going to change that person's perspective of you. I don't care what, I don't care if you give them all the money in your pocket. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you, you know, accommodate all their needs. There's nothing that you're going to do that's going to make this person see you in a different light. That's going to make this person value you. That's going to make this person respect you. There is nothing that you can do because those things, if that person was going to love and respect you, they would have done it 10 years ago. If that person was going to see you for who you really are, they would have done it 15 years ago. If that person wanted to be a part of your life, they would have did it when you was a child. Like, come on, let's let's really be very realistic in understanding that a person is going to view you how you want to view how they want to view you. And I don't care how much you tap dance for them. It's not going to change their mind. So so why why are you putting yourself in a position to need that validation from them? Right. Next thing you're going to do is decide to live slash move on your own terms. This is big. This is big. Y'all, when y'all really start to live on your own terms and really start to realize that, you know, I don't care what y'all think about me. I don't care if you want to be there for me or not. I'm going to be there for me. I'm going to validate my, I'm going to love myself, right? I'm going to give myself everything that I know I deserve. When you start living like that, people people are scared of you, right? People are scared of you, right? When you really decide to live your life on your own terms, man, there is so much peace in that. There is just, oh my goodness. It feels so good. And it's something that 
we don't often experience because a lot of the things that we do, it's to to feel validated by other people, right? So my thing is with (laughs) number four, decide to live life on your own terms. When you're doing something, make sure you are really, really understanding the purpose of why you're doing what you're doing, right? Why are you doing the things that you're doing, right? If I'm like, you know what, I need to get this Rolex. I need to get this Rolex watch. Why do I need to get this Rolex watch? Do I feel like this Rolex watch is going to elevate me to a certain standard and now I'm going to be validated and people are going to think that I have money and now I'm going to be able to be accepted in other crowd? Like, why are you doing the things that you do? Why are you posting that on social media? Why? Why Why do you need that? You know, like, and I'm not saying on posts because y'all know I post all day. What I'm saying is if you're doing something do it because you want to do it and do it because it makes you happy, right? You can come and look at me right now, y'all. Right now. I have a book bag, okay? I have a book bag. It's not a cute little, you know, it's not a Coach or Chanel book bag. It's not a Louis book bag. It's a book bag. You know, the little book bags that have little monkeys on it. It's a cute book bag, y'all. It's a cute book bag, right? But it's not a fancy book bag. It's not nothing with no, you know, LV. It's a book bag, right? And I put little, um, little pins on my book bag right but initially if you look at the book bag you'll be like oh that that book bag looks like you know 17 year old owns a book bag I ain't nowhere near 17 but you know what I was like you know I want this book bag but I don't know if it's too juvenile but I don't know if you know maybe it looks you know a certain way and I was like you know what I need a book bag one I carry my planner with me I carry my um my journal with me everywhere I go and I have a book in there baby them cute little them cute little purses and a little cute little that only holds your ID baby I need something heavy duty okay but I got this book bag and initially I was like oh it it looks juvenile but I like it but it looks juvenile but you know and I had to really sit there and be like you know Shivani look one is practical one one is practical. you need a book bag you need to carry all your crap with you right that's one two you like the book bag. Three, the little pins are personalized and they're so cute. You know, four, girl, why are you worried about if your book bag look juvenile or not? If the book bag makes you happy, wear the book bag. You understand what I'm saying? Literally, y'all, I'm wearing a book bag and it's so freaking cute. It's cute, but I had to like me kind of wrestling with, should I wear it? Is it too juvenile? Does it not look cute? What is it? I was like, you know, Shivani, this book bag makes me happy. It's practical. It it does what it needs to do. And and it's a good book bag. So, I, you know, like these things, like these concepts of feeling like you need to be validated, feeling like maybe I need to get the expensive bag. Maybe I need to go and get the this one. Like we all deal with that. And that's an example of me really dealing with like, dang, should I wear this? Like people going to be like, girl, what you doing with this? I don't care. I need it. I, it, it carries all my crap. And I need this book bag. I'm on a move. I got things to do, baby. And I, sometimes, you know, you can't be wearing a cute little, tiny little bag. I got I got things to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really had to process that within my mind, right? And I have it and I look at it and it makes me happy, right? So evaluate everything that you're doing and make sure that the things that you're doing, you're doing it because it makes you happy. Not doing it with the thought, oh my God, how am I going to be perceived? Oh my God, what are people going to think about me? What, 
what what is my mom going to say if I get if I get that car posted that car people are going to think that I don't have this or people we live oh my gosh the majority of us live our lives to please other people the majority of us live our life to look like we have money, to look like we have all these lavish things. But the reality is we're we're tap dancing for people who don't even care. We're tap dancing for people who don't even care. Think about that, right? I, I really want you to just process that in your mind. Because once I started realizing, one, people don't care. Two, I don't care if they do care. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to do the things that make me happy. Life is short, right? So why are we doing things to please others outside of doing the things that please us and that makes us ultimately really happy? We got to really think about that, guys. Like, seriously, if you don't get anything else from this episode, get the fact that you should be worrying about pleasing yourself over pleasing anybody else. That's the most important thing. You should be walking around happy. That's the first thought. Not, oh, what they going to think? No, no. What do I think about this? Do I like it? Yeah. Cool. That's all that matters. Period. That's all that matters. Okay. So the next thing we're going to realize and the next thing in this process is understanding that people are going to be very, very angry. Okay. Because I always tell people when you change one part of the of a system, the, the whole system changes, right? And you're a part of a system. You're a part of some type of dynamic, right? So when you start to say, listen, I don't care that you want me to put that on hold for you. I'm not doing it. People going to start looking at you like, what you mean? If people are accustomed to you people pleasing, you putting boundaries up, it's going to mess up their flow, right? They already have have you pegged that I can tell this person to do something. I can, you know, talk about them. I can say something nasty and they're going to come pandering to me. I can tell them I'm going to be mad if they don't do something, something, something. And they're going to do what I say because I have that level of control. When you start putting your foot down and setting up boundaries, people are going to be furious with you. People are going to be so mad at you. I just need like this is part of the process. I tell people all the time, listen, understand when you start putting boundaries up, when you start to focus on validating yourself and making sure that you're happy with the decisions that you're making, people are going to look at you like, I cannot believe that you're not upset that I'm upset with you. Girl, I don't care how you feel about me. I don't have time for that. This is what I choose to do. And if you can't get on this train, then I'll see you later. You'll be all right. You'll survive it. You know, like expect people to be angry with you putting yourself first, with you validating yourself, because people are able, if they know that you're a people pleaser, they're benefiting off of you not setting up boundaries. They're benefiting off of you, your need to feel validated by them, right? Think about that, um, <laughs> that, that um, video that's been going around from Coach uh, Stormy. And how she talked about the low vibrational plate and how she's talking to the girl and saying, oh, your plate is, that's a hood rat plate. Your plate is low vibrational. If that girl did not need to be validated or want to be validated, she would have looked at Stormy and be like, I don't care what you got going on. I'm hungry. And this is what I plan to eat on my plate. I don't want to hear nothing about that. You know, like these are adult women. These are adult women. And the other woman was valid, was basically looking for that validation from Coach Stormy. Coach Stormy was literally talking about her plate and talking about her like a dog. And she sat there, oh, really? Okay. You know, she's teaching me. I'm learning from her. 
girl, if you don't stand up, stand up, right? The moment you stand up, people are going to be angry. People are going to be angry, okay? So just understand that. And the final step to learning how to validate yourself is learning to be at peace with who you are. Follow these steps and learn to be at peace because guess what? There are going to be a lot of things that are out of, out of your control, but validating yourself is in your full control. This is a process, guys. This is not something that if you've always been a people pleaser, if you've always wanted someone to validate validate you, it's going to be hard to really go through this process because you've always sought the validation of others like this is like this is not something that it's like oh you know I'm gonna listen to this episode and boom tomorrow's gonna be a brand new I'm gonna be different you gotta put this stuff into practice you really have to put this stuff into practice you really have to start understanding that you are valuable you are worthy and you should you know be able to validate yourself because you are enough I don't need nobody else to validate me I know I know I'm amazing I'm enough you know, when people say, look, you know, look, stop, oh, that's sweet, but I didn't need it. I didn't need it. I don't, I don't need your validation, but thanks. I need y'all to validate me on those Apple reviews though. <laughs> okay. For real. Um, no, but I, I validate myself. It's important to, it's important to, okay. All right. So let's get into our affirmation for the week the affirmation wait before we get into the affirmation I'm sorry the book of the week the book of the week is a moment for me daily journal okay the reason why I made this the book of the week which is my journal that I use um is because if we're learning to validate ourselves we're gonna have to affirm ourselves on a daily basis we're gonna have to dig deep into understanding what we are dealing with, understanding our childhood, documenting, writing, releasing those things that that we have pent up inside of us, right? One perfect way of doing that is journaling. Journal, like journaling is like, it's like an adult diary, right? Letting your words off your, like letting it off your chest, right? Talk about, you know, the process of learning to validate yourself. Talk about when somebody got mad because you wouldn't do what they wanted you to do, right? Talk about how you are creating new affirmations for yourself, what your what your goals are for yourself. What are you going to do now that you are only focused on validating yourself and you're not trying to do the things that your mom expects you to do or that your partner expects you to do? Like, what, like, what are your new goals? What are the things that truly make you happy? You have to do some self-work and it's going to start with journaling, right? My journal is amazing. It's awesome. It's helped me get through a lot of stuff, right? And I'm still using it on a daily basis to even process my emotions, right? Process what I'm going through. So this is something that you're going to want to use if you are trying and working through your process, right? You can use any journal, but mine is off the chain. Okay. Also, I am your new self-care coach okay so I do therapy and I do coaching so I'll have the link in the description box as well if you want to book me for a consultation for um, self-care coaching if you're all around the world I can coach you if you are within Florida I can uh, perform 
any type of, you know, psychotherapy if that's what you need. But the coaching is also a really, really great tool to help you work towards your goals. Okay. Coaching, I'm not going to be doing no psychotherapy if you in New York. But if you're in New York and you want some self-care coaching, you want to kind of have more of a clear understanding of how you can better um, meet your goals, how you can better, you know, create new habits for yourself. If you feel like, well, I'm, I'm feeling stuck. I want to achieve, you know, A, but I don't know how to get to that point. Let's talk about it. Let's let's chat about it. Okay. So you can definitely book me for some um, coaching sessions. Um, they'll be it'll be linked in the description. So I am open and I am ready to serve you guys. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. And let me say the affirmation. I almost I almost left without the affirmation. All right. So the affirmation is I no longer seek the approval and validation of others. I am living my life for me. I no longer seek the approval and validation of others. I am living my life for me. Have a great day. Bye.